This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as in popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from a remote locale, as you could probably tell by this point because there's no audience noise. It's Wednesday, November 10th, 2010, and uh, we got kicked out of UCB for a week, but as usual, we're still giving you a show so that no matter what happens, you can't bitch about it. Well, you can, but... It It'll just make me go, err. Uh, I had a great time in St. Louis uh, on last uh, couple of days. Just got back. Lots of name tags in the uh, in the crowd at the Funny Bone. We had some Leonard Malton fun. And I'm looking forward to shows coming up at the Improv in L.A., Hyenas in Dallas, and the uh, Improv in Tampa, Florida. Thanks to everyone who watched the premiere of the Benson Interruption last Friday. 
The next episode uh, will air for the first time tonight and features Eugene Merman, Rob Hubel, and Mary Lynn Rice Cub. And, um, and then it'll rerun at some crazy hour, I think, on Monday night at 2.30 a.m. If you're a Monday morning <laughs> commute, Doug Loves Movies listener. And, uh, yeah, and I haven't seen any movies, so I have nothing to say necessarily about uh, any movies that are out right now because I've just been too busy to go to any. But uh, I will tell you about who my guests are. We are recording this in the Never Not Funny Studios, NNF Studios, uh, where another podcast is also recorded called Bear Down, which we'll learn a little bit about that in a second. And uh, that podcast uh, features Matt Walsh and Joe Nunez and Matt Belknap, producer of Doug Loves Movies and Bear Down, is here to join us as well. And Never Not Funny. Yeah. How you? And then you've got Greg Proops. Yeah. Smartest, oh, yeah. smartest Ch- man in the world. Thank you for plugging that. Yeah, that's a new show that we're doing with AST Records. Uh, if you like Greg Proops, uh, check that out on iTunes. Even if you don't, check it yeah, out. I don't, yeah, give actually, it a try. Good, I hate that guy, <laughs> but I'm going to give it a listen. <laughs> yeah, Because you like everything else that comes from that. Now, I was surprised, that, Matt, that you have a podcast. Yes. Because uh, you, you don't, you, you've never asked me to do it, and that's because probably because I know nothing about the Bears. Would you do my podcast? <laughs> I, well, I mean, wouldn't I be annoying just sitting no. there going, I know nothing about this? <laughs> you could play a character. We have a lot of characters oh, that come okay. in. Oh, uh, okay. A character who doesn't know anything. <laughs> Consider but, yourself uh, booked. But it's, so it's called Bear Down. BearDownPodcast.com. And it's only during the football season? That's correct. We follow Chicago Bears. It's four quarters. The first quarter is football, and then the other three quarters are pretty much straight-up comedy. Oh, Okay. That sounds good. And Joe is a frequent guest or was just a guest today? Co-host. 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 Well, see see what I know? Yeah, well. Yeah, it's One a good four co-hosts? Yes. It's How a busy podcast. There's like five of you in every episode? Uh, yeah, the breakdown is RJ, who over there is our... Uh-huh. Pre- he's a he's pretend, hanging out. He's a pretend venture capitalist, and he kind of runs the board and chips in, and Joe is our the voice uh, for the commercials and color, and I sort of uh, started off, and Scott is sort of the analyst. Scott Armstrong. Scott Armstrong, screenwriter, uh, couldn't be here today. He apologizes. That's not. Uh, yeah, you told me he might stick around for this, but uh, yeah, he had, he a, had meeting. a meeting. He kept bragging about some meeting. <laughs> he was very. Yeah, like, that's a hard thing to get in L.A. <laughs> yeah, I have a meeting. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, you're in the Hangover, right, Matt? Yes, I am. And, but there's no way to work your character in Hangover too, is there? No, the and only they don't want to put you like in a wig as a different guy or something. No, I'd have to be the same guy. And the doctor does not go to Thailand. I think they're going to Thailand and. Dr. Ken will be in The Hangover, too. Oh, okay. But did <laughs> jumping out of a trunk in another... <laughs> I would imagine he <laughs> might show country. some skin. <laughs> um, but so my question about Hangover 2 that I would have asked Scott if he were here, and Scott would just one T, right? Yeah. That's weird. And <laughs> <laughs> if weird. he were here, I would have asked him, why do you have a weird spelling of Scott? And uh, how does The Hangover 2 work? They get hungover again and don't remember stuff? I don't know anything about the story. You know what I, I mean? Really like, because sequels drive me crazy in that they just go, "Well, worked the first time, and it's still, you know, and it's still called Hangover is in the title, I, I guess so they like got to get hungover again." Another one of those guys could be getting married, maybe, or, or <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, my guess left. would be the same guy goes missing. <laughs> yeah. Would be my guess. The same guy has to go missing. 
And for some reason, they're partying in Thailand. That would be my guess. Yeah, that they're be- in Thailand this time around. Yeah. So, crazy. okay. Do you say that because you think <laughs> that guy was the weak link in the cast? And they can't- no, that's the story. I'm oh, not okay. saying that at okay. all. Are you, no, why do you who, hate doesn't, who doesn't love Justin Bartha? I wasn't saying it. National I, Treasure I, 1 and 2. I felt like you were, you were sort Wait of implying No, it. I'm saying in the sequel world, that would be the logical sequel. Mm-hmm. Like you just stick to yeah. the basic points. Right. I saw him in uh, Lend Me a Tenor a few months back with Tony Shalhoub. Was it good? It was really good. It started slow. Oh, can he sing? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he can sing. Well, it's, but it's not a musical. It's a it's like not? a slapstick comedy. It oh. is, but there's some opera. There's yeah, some yeah. singing in but it. But like, like Anthony LaPaglia is in it, and he right. says he never sang a day in his life until he did that show. Right, so right. They just taught he, him, they he just doesn't taught have us, to sing much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I hope not. But, um, but it's not a musical. It's, no, just about, really. it's about opera. It's about okay. opera people, and but there's a lot of... Confusion and mix-ups and, and, yeah. and slamming doors and that kind of okay. stuff. Okay, farcical. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was directed by Stanley Tucci. Really? And yeah, it's I know. I know LA? about bro- more about Broadway shows <laughs> than I should. You do love theater. <laughs> I do. Is I it do. New York or is it out here in it's LA? It's in New York and it's oh. done. I think. I think yeah, it's, I think it's, it's finished. The run is over. Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I didn't get a chance to see it. But uh, Pat Oswald texted me today or, or emailed me saying that next time I'm in New York, I have to see La Bette. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Hmm. It's with uh, David Hyde Pierce and uh, he's good. and this guy Mark Rylance from uh, he's British, but he's uh, I saw him in a play called uh, Boeing Boeing, a comedy uh, yeah. a couple years ago, and he was hilarious. So I imagine it's if Patton says it's good, it must be good. <laughs> yeah. What do you like so, more? Would you love more movies or theater? Uh, well, movies are my first love. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but I've always liked theater because, like, as a kid growing up in San Diego, um, I, uh, my high school drama teacher would make us go see plays for extra credit, oh. and uh, you know we'd like uh, uh, usher. You know, we get a job as an usher for a day, and then oh, you get to not sit. The singer, you get to not s- no, not not usher, <laughs> and you get to sit. You get to sit in an empty seat and watch a play. So I saw so many plays over a few years period of time, cool. and I really fell in love with the fact that to me, there's nothing. The the thing that the live theater trumps movies in that. To me, there's nothing better when it's when it's good. You know, yeah. but when it's bad, there's nothing worse. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. more boring or annoying than a play that's not engaging and that you're not enjoying. Yeah. So. So I'm always looking for, uh, every once in a while I'll see a Broadway show that I hate. But I feel that way about country music. There's nothing better than really good country music, but there's nothing worse <laughs> than really bad country music. It's a thin line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, so anyway, so Hangover 2, that'll be interesting. And um, thanks, Scott Armstrong, for not sticking around to answer my probing question but about it. He had it. a meeting. <laughs> yeah, Maybe about Hangover 2. It was probably a Hangover 2 meeting. Can, meeting. can I just mention, uh, here's a little trivia uh, Matt Walsh we trivia. trivia. He, uh, Matt Walsh has been in every, every uh, Todd Armstrong, not Todd Armstrong. Every Todd, Todd Phillips movie? Yes. Todd Armstrong movie. Todd Phillips. <laughs> Todd Phillips. Well, you might as well, well call Todd him a Todd Armstrong, Armstrong movie because right. yeah, he writes them and he directs them. But right. he did not, uh, Scott did not write Due Date. No. But you are in Due Date. I am in Due Date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you doing that? I haven't seen it yet. I play an air traffic, uh, a T- TSA officer who really? calls Robert Downey. He can't. He's on the no-fly list. Oh, I read for that part. You what? I read for that. Apparently you got Did it. Did you? I didn't know you got that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is awkward. Wow, sorry. that's rough. I feel that's like, really... Should we start sorry. over? It's <laughs> so uncomfortable. I didn't take that job from you. No, you just okay. took it from a Latino. <laughs> cool. You kept yourself from getting that. You're not going to find security in that pizza, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, is it wrong to say that maybe a Latino would have been more believable in that role? Yeah. 
That's wrong to say that. It was actually uh, written for. Oh, was, oh, so I'm right. Or yeah. a black so, dude. So this is like... Yeah. Uh, Which airport is it? Uh, I believe Atlanta. Yeah, that's exclusively black and Latino yeah. mm-hmm. in the TSA department. <laughs> yeah. You were really... You, uh, I mean, Tim Meadows should have played that, not you. You should really feel bad about what you've done. I would have been happy if Tim Meadows or yourself would have played it. So why is Robert Downey Jr. on the no-fly list? Does he have, is his character have a crazy name or something? That guy, Zach Galifianakis, mm-hmm. uh, starts a conversation with him, and uh, they mention the word terrorist and bombs, and Downey's like, don't say those words, and then they somehow keep repeating them. He's like, just stop saying that. <laughs> right, and the next right. thing you know, an air marshal hears it, or the stewardess hears it, and next thing you know, an air marshal appears in an incident, and then you cut to me uh, telling him, here's your phone, and you're not flying. Nice. You did know, you get was... to go to the premiere? I did. It was fun. You yeah. should practically say, you're not flying because if you flew, then the premise of this movie's ruined. I'm forcing <laughs> you to about, get in the car with Zach Galifianakis. It's about two guys driving across the yes. country. Because I've read a review or two that has said that that's a little, you know, they go out of their way to make that happen. You yeah. know, get them have to drive across the country. It's a funny it's like, movie. I it's mean, like, who cares is, how it happens? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what drives me crazy about a lot of uh, movies think you need a lot more backstory and build up to, to the thing happening than, than you really need. That's what's great about The Hangover. It's sort of like they all wake up and the story starts. Yeah. Like, well, where are we? What happened? But they had the, the mystery. I think that the mystery of finding clues is smart about The Hangover. It does work as a story. Like, here's another clue, and then you reveal another clue. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wonder how it would work in a sequel. Because, like, Men in Black 2 was one of the worst things ever because <laughs> it was about Will Smith having to convince Tommy Lee Jones to to be a, an agent again after he had retired and also had been, got, you know, had the wand waved in front of his face so he couldn't remember right. anything. And he, and I was just sitting there watching it going, really? That's, <laughs> that's what they came up with for the sequel is, like, Basically, just a reverse of what happened in the first movie. We're but putting the band back. But there's together. no reason for it. Yeah. Oh, that that drives me nuts too. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> Reunion. The, the like you know scene after scene of like well we know that you're going to get the band back together right. so why not have one scene where you that's all what meet? Red is right that movie Red is putting yeah. the band back together yeah and he but Bruce Willis goes around to each person and you know and it's just like. <laughs> It's, it's uh, you know, I, I didn't like that movie overall, so... MacGruber I, had a funny, like, montage of getting the band back together at the yeah, yeah. beginning. I love that Did movie. you see I that? Well, that. he gets everybody together, funny. and don't they all, don't they all spoiler they, alert, spoiler die, die right away. They blind them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> that movie's got a lot of funny stuff in it. I've, I said, agree, I've said this yeah. on the podcast before. If you haven't seen MacGruber, give it a try. Yeah. If you're super against scatological or violent humor or homosexual humor yeah or well, homosexual <laughs> humor or you not mean homophobic 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 <laughs> cuz i love homosexual humor yeah <laughs> like then you i would love hate this. priscilla the queen of the desert but uh yeah so it, but just check it out just give it a try cuz it's more stylish and funny than anyone has given it credit surprisingly for surprisingly funny like really funny i agree yeah and the critics didn't really defend it when it bombed everyone just piled on like yeah that's a stupid movie i was at the premiere for that and i sat behind um uh uh who's that nbc executive that just got let go oh zucker (laughs) zucker jeff zucker Zucker. yeah it rhymes with fucker sorry it does (laughs) i never thought of that it does in fact i have a good uh premiere so i was at the premiere of undercover brother uh, <laughs> was Eddie Griffin yeah Eddie Griffin and I was sitting I think behind Eddie Griffin actually wow. and uh, when it ended I don't think I'm ruining anything by saying that that movie sucked right like we, okay. we all know that so the movie ends and Brian Grazer produced it it's an Imagine movie and I do some work for Imagine that's why I was there so the, the movie ends Eddie Griffin stands up and turns around and goes 
Brian, you did it again. Wow. <laughs> and I like that because that is kind of ambiguous. Like, he could be saying, hey, you did another it again. Another piece of shit from the crazy. <laughs> right. It's like, it doesn't, it's not, he's not committing to an opinion one way or the other. It's just kind of like, you did it. You made a movie. Oh I, think, I think that's 100% spinning. That <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, he was trying to feel good about be, himself. Yeah, everyone should be really proud of what they did. What else are you going to say to premiere? You have to. Yeah, love you have everybody. to be excited about it. And it yeah. was in the it was in that Universal City Walk multiplex. It wasn't even like in a big theater, so that was well, kind of one a bummer. thing you could do is just get up and leave. You don't have to make it a proclamation <laughs> to the whole audience that we, we nailed felt, it or whatever. You felt he had to. I wasn't there, but a friend of mine went to the premiere of that horrible Chevy Chase Dan Aykroyd movie, Spies Like Us, that people remember fondly for some reason. But I, I don't like. I that do. Movie. It is so I do awful. not like that movie. It is so I, agree awful. I, I was a kid when I saw it, and I I do remember it fondly because yeah. when you're 12, that's funny. I, doctor, yeah, doctor, see, doctor, 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 doctor. I was that much older, and I was like, "Boo!" <laughs> but anyway, um, I hate I hated a lot of comedies when I was a kid. Like I, I you know, thought I had taste right away, or right, whatever. Right. But uh, but that one, the, the 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 just the attempts at maybe that's part of it too, though, is that you didn't you couldn't compare it to like a Hope Crosby movie or something like that, right. which is what they were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And you had no you know you had no reason to compare it to that. When you're 12, anything at that at that point in time, anything with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd was funny to me automatically. Or Donna Dixon showing her tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, her that helps. Or what was even funnier was uh, at a McCartney concert years after that, people yelling from the audience, <laughs> "Spies like us!" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I would love to hear spies that in like concert. Us. He did the theme song. <laughs> yes, McCartney did "Spies oh Like Us." Yeah, yeah. That was a creative high point for her. Terrible oh song. <laughs> McCartney's worst ever. Right yeah, around the yeah. same time he did that duet with Michael Jackson, right? Or a couple of duets with Michael Which Jackson. Was, those were beautiful duets, though. Okay. Yeah. Those are really, I like it all. Really I, sweet songs. I like his 80s work. <laughs> but so anyway, at the okay, premiere yeah. of Spies Like Us, the story goes that, you know, Chevy Chase was there and Dan Aykroyd was there, but they weren't sitting anywhere near each other. And, uh, you know, a few minutes into it, they're in the desert, right? And uh, Chevy Chase just yells out, remember how hot that was, Dan? <laughs> like at the premiere, you know, and that probably was the biggest laugh in the whole fucking movie. The rest of it was probably really embarrassing. Like, because I, I think if you make a comedy, I, I can't imagine you thinking it's great before you before the premiere you know and then stinks. be surprised yeah. at the premiere. You have to know. Like, you know, and you take an opportunity to just maybe have something else to do that night or something. That was yeah. like another Ishtar, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, is another Ishtar, if, if Ishtar actually was as crappy as people think it is, Ishtar is pretty funny. I've never seen it. it. Dude, it's got some funny stuff in it. It's The worst thing about Ishtar is that you don't buy for a second that Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty are lame, shitty songwriters. <laughs> like, what they're right. saying is funny. Like, if they'd had other actors in it, it would have yeah. been good. And yeah. Charles Grodin's great in it. He's always good. And Isabella Johnny looks hot. And, uh, you know. It, it destroyed Elaine May's career, though. It's yeah, it kind of did, didn't it? I think it was more that it was expensive for the time, right? And it and it did not do well, and so pre it was again like a pile on, like MacGruber. Yes. People just felt, Ishtar was piled on, big yeah. Time. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was high stakes with the cast and and everything, and and they put Very a lot visible. into it. Yeah. So like, it wasn't gonna. It wasn't okay for it to just be all right. Like, yeah, and neither one of those guys were known for their nutty comedies, right, right? You know, so that was another thing. But but even at the time, some critics were nice to it, and then you know now people often speak of it. I want, let's see what Leonard Malton has to oh, say about boy. it. Let's look at my app. And I know see, our friend uh, uh, Martha Kelly, comedian Martha Kelly, is a huge fan of it, and she's always yeah yeah. Of Ishtar. Yeah, Do you always yeah. agree with Malton. 
No, no, okay. no. When we play the Leonard Malton game later, you'll I, when I give out how many stars he gives the movie. Most times I say, "Is it true he's banging?" I, I so do not them? agree. <laughs> they just made out on the uh, night of a too many stars All benefit. Right. Yeah, Sarah called me right up after that. She's or texted me or something, but she was just like, "Oh, you're not going to believe this. Uh, I uh, they did. I ended up doing a bit on the night of too many stars where I make out with Leonard Malton, <laughs> and they, you know, they talked briefly about. We both know Doug Benson, so I was very excited about that. She was you, when you created the Leonard Malton game. She was one of the original. It was her and right? Brian Posehn and I back yeah. when we were the kind of stand-up comics that had all day to kill <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> every day. Uh, we'd just sit around together, getting high and uh, flipping through an old. Leonard Malton book and playing the game. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. So, and then she uh, kissed him. Yeah. I want <laughs> to try the journey. <laughs> <laughs> Closure. What a, yeah, yeah. Total full circle of life. Um, okay, let's see what he says about so whoever's name you mentioned, you're going to making out with them at some point in your oh, life. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Say uh, it. Put it out there in the universe. Natalie Portman. There you go. It's going to happen. I'll tell one. you, though, there's. It, it is kind of it's uh, lately I've been having these little weird dreams come true just because of uh, stra- strangely because of Twitter. No, the secret is awesome, but <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, but that is you're right. This the tw- Twitter to me is the secret. Uh, you put it out there actually for people to hear right. instead of just thinking positive energy. You know, you write stuff like on Twitter. I wrote something about the Goodyear blimp, and then uh, someone who goes by Blimp Commander on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, wrote back to me and said, "Would you like to go for a ride in the Goodyear Blimp?" And oh so this God. last weekend, I went for a ride no. in the Goodyear Blimp. Yeah. How cool is that? It was so much fun. You could probably get him to do it. Anybody that's a celebrity <laughs> with a Twitter account can probably get Just him to start do asking it. for free stuff because yeah. it's all a PR thing. They fly you around for like an hour over LA. We went down to like Long Beach and flew around, and um, and but the whole time they're doing those ads on the side of the Blimp, uh, so they need to get the Blimp out there, even when it's not recording a sporting event or something, and then. They also put people in the blimp that they've invited, like dignitaries right, do it right. and celebrities. Wow. And yeah, so the guy asked me to do it, and I uh, and we kept getting, you know, the weather has to be perfect. Yeah. So we kept getting weather cancellations and stuff. And then also some weekends I'd be like, "Can I do it this weekend?" They'd be like, "We're going to NASCAR this weekend or whatever." So eventually, we I got to do it. And the, the craziest thing about it is when you take off and land. It goes much. It's much steeper than you you'd think a blimp would go. Oh, really? Like it's really. It goes like pretty much Ooh. practically straight up, practically straight down. And then when you land, a bunch of people run out and grab the ropes and hold, hold it down, it. And, it, and it like kind of <laughs> shifts around. So like they're when you're getting off of it, they're just like get off and run away from the blimp. Oh my god! Because there's there's still rotating propellers to try to keep uh-huh. it to try Stable. to stabilize that it. That sounds safe. Yeah, yeah. But it was so much fun, and but that came true because of Twitter, and then also. Uh, I because of Twitter and this podcast because yeah. I, I I've been talking up Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Have you Love that seen movie. It yet? Love that movie. Never, yes. I didn't see it. Great Smart. movie. Check it out, Joe. All right. Uh, but the director Edgar Wright, great director, three great movies in my opinion, yeah. <laughs> and a, and a good TV show. Uh, he um, uh, spaced. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Space is awesome. He. Um, Heard me talking up Scott Pilgrim on the podcast, like listen to the podcast, and then wrote on Twitter, thanks for the nice words. Oh. And then I wrote back to him on Twitter. And then next thing I know, I've like hung out with him and stuff. This weekend, we're doing two midnight screenings of uh, Scott Pilgrim at the New Beverly, where me and Edgar Wright are going to play the Leonard Malton game Fun. Uh, at, at the screenings. Nice. No way, this weekend? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. awesome. I met him uh, at uh, a signing of the Spaced box set like the dvd yes. yeah 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 with with uh, simon Pegg and 
like the other cast members mm-hmm. of, of the main cast. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he was really cool because you know he he looked at me for a while and he recognized me from something I did in a movie and. <laughs> and then I saw him at a Halloween party at uh, I'm name dropping. Which, uh, which movie did he recognize you from? Superbad, the liquor store. Yeah, yeah, nice. the liquor store, the fuck my life thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw him another time later. He's at, like uh, such a cinephile and really oh, yeah. remembers everything. Like he's, he's yeah, a genius. He's really cool. He's probably listening to this right now too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what were you, you were at a Halloween party. Oh, and then I saw. What him, was he dressed uh, up as? A, he a was dressed famous up, British director. No, <laughs> as uh, Alfred Hitchcock, uh, Mer- American Werewolf in London. The, oh, um, nice. The main guy. The yeah. Again, I'm bad with names. Oh, pre-transformation or post-transformation? Yeah, I actually uh, forget. What was Naughton or Mike or, or Griffin Dunn? I think Griffin Dunn. He was dressed up as Griffin Dunn. Yeah, because Griffin Dunn had those yeah. different stages of being more and more yeah. dead. This was at Drew Barrymore's. Uh, Dude, Hello. take it yeah, easy right. on the names. And I did meet. <laughs> oh my god! I did meet Natalie Portman at that party. Well, I've met her too, and that I, nothing better has ever happened to me. Oh she's god. very beautiful. Oh my god. She, <laughs> she came out one time to see. She loves Sarah Silverman, so she came to one of Sarah's shows. And and you were in it. And I, no, I just I, 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 I didn't. I didn't open for her that night. I was just hanging out, but I, I got to meet her, and it was neat. Yeah. yeah. So Natalie, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> this is Joe Nunez. I'm sure, she is. Bear Down Podcast. She's super bad. You remember Black him Swan. from the- Her movie, Black Swan, she's incredible in it, but it's really, I did not enjoy watching it at all. The ballet it, movie? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty Because well, one, it's a lot of ballet, so I'm already like, mm, whatever. And, and she, she seems you know, good at it or whatever. She seems like she committed to it. But also, it's just really, it's like kind of violent and weird and it's it's a trippy movie yeah like it's uh it's it should be called requiem for a ballet (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah well it's really dark and just also he just it's really flashy but the one thing that aronofsky does again uh that's interesting is the holdover from the wrestler is there's constantly shots of the characters and specifically natalie portman walking through long like oh, long yeah. tracking walking around that's shots like, like he signature. did a lot with mickey rourke right. and the wrestler oh, yeah. and i was like and she i don't want to be reminded of the wrestler while watching <laughs> she does a cage match <laughs> no no she doesn't <laughs> no, she do that oh, okay. but uh but anyway it's a it's an interesting movie does it, todd berry play like a venue owner <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a ballet owner todd berry is not is not in it he's actually he another ballerina i love that <laughs> he was so yeah. great in the wrestler i loved him in that um oh all right really quickly because we're like already like pressed for time you know? away. yeah oh, this is great yeah this is going good but uh um, wait you were gonna look something up what happened oh yeah i was gonna look up Ishtar. 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 yes i get distracted for anyone who's listening we're taping this right now it's 4 50 in the afternoon so you can only imagine for those of you uh, playing at home how high i am uh, with, a stu- with a studio audience he gives it two stars one. Two stars? Okay. Studio audience named RJ. Uh, he gave it two stars, so he didn't love it. He says the Heaven's Gate of movie comedies made headlines. Oh, that's like too hard, Heaven's right? Gate. That's too hard. I like Heaven's Gate, too. I love uh, it. He, it made headlines because of its huge expense and costly delays, but the only thing wrong with it is that it isn't very funny. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, again, I always disagree with him. I'd give it two and a half or three, maybe. Probably two and a half. But... You know, I need close. to see that. I, we've, like that's something that ever since Martha Kelly <laughs> told me she loved it, I've been like, I gotta see this. You're not gonna love it, but it is yeah, pretty funny. I think that's... it is pretty funny, oh, especially real... if you imagine other people playing the, the leads. Okay, <laughs> well, it's very, yeah, it's notorious. It's probably worth seeing just to know what. Is it good? Yeah. Is it good remake? Uh, Warren fodder? Beatty trying to play like nebbishy and stupid and not that's, not handsome. What are they? Like, They're like writers, so, right? So what are they? Lame. They're songwriters. songwriters. So they sit around, yeah, that's writing weird. songs together, and so what they're saying is really funny but it's 
you know, it's those guys. You don't buy it. But yeah, yeah that's 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 bad casting, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to see it. I changed my mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't check it out. Thanks for Whatever clearing it up for me. Um, but uh, let's see. What else did I want to ask about? Oh, quickly, Joe. Yeah. According to IMDb, I mean, you've been in a bunch of stuff, but my favorite is uh, Melvin Goes to Dinner. Oh, it yeah. says Mike Blind. It says, it, but it lists it. All, usually, don't list extra work on your IMDb page, <laughs> but it lists it for you, and it says extra. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even put that one on there. Someone else did. Yeah, that's what I mean. People just throw stuff on there. Like I had actually, I did have a scene uh, dialogue with with uh, Jack Black in the Jack Black scene. Name dropper. Yeah, name dropper. And Bob directing. I don't even. I don't even remember Jack Black being in Melvin Goes to Dinner. Yeah, no. he plays this crazy guy, and there's a scene. Where they're in like in a in a mental ward, like a clinic or something. Hmm. It's in there. The whole the whole movie was about dinner. The whole yep. movie's a dinner, but then they flash back. <laughs> they right? have a couple different. Yeah, yeah, you see David Cross, Maura Tierney, right. Right, right, different right. people. But basically, it's four people having a dinner conversation. But it's directed by uh, I, I Bob imagine Odenkirk. Uh, Bob Odenkirk. Uh, yeah, and and uh, or did Blyden direct? Uh, Blyden directed it. No, Blyden wrote it. Blyden wrote it, and then he directed the play, and then Bob directed Bob, the movie. Bob directed the movie. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that was cool. Yeah, and then uh, of course Blyden went on to direct Super High Me, and yeah. now he does <laughs> Conan uh, O'Brien. Yeah, now he does no, Jimmy uh, Fallon. He, yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> the he old does, Conan studio. He does Jimmy right. Fallon's uh, filmed bits. Right, he does, and and uh, they're they're always they're, really, they're always really good. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's doing good work, and he's in New York, and we wish him well. He was a guest on the first season of of uh, Doug Loves Movies when it was called I Love Movies, and it was only half an hour, and uh, he and I got crazy high <laughs> because we were it was during making of Super High Me, right? And uh, oh, yeah. and, and it's a notoriously terrible episode. People, yeah, people that was an interesting it. time. <laughs> a lot of dead air. Uh, yeah, just a lot of uh, and you know, like and just also back then it was me and a guest, and I quickly learned that having more comedians on it makes for a livelier and more fun podcast. But coming very soon, you're going to get to hear the old ones. Yeah, yeah, and, and listen to it and go, wow, this used to be shit. <laughs> Later this <laughs> month, uh, if you you will keep your eye on douglovesmovies.com. You will see the first season up for sale over there. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll you know, I'll specifically mention it when we get to the yeah. uh, when we get to the date. But I want to get into the uh, Leonard Malton game because we're pressed for time. <laughs> Someone has to go see a kid's soccer game or something. Swimming <laughs> lesson at the YMCA. <laughs> oh, okay. I was here at four, guys. No, no, I was too. We, you know, it was a lot, lot, lot going on. You guys had to do a bear down, mm -hmm. and then yeah, it was a busy day. Yeah, it's a busy, busy day, but, day in uh, podcast land. I, I'm not. Uh, I, do you do you have any idea what time we started, Matt? Uh, twenty eight minutes ago. Oh, okay. Something oh, this like is that. good. Good. So yeah. people get a normal length yeah. podcast if we finish up in the next fifteen minutes mm -hmm. or so. Sure. All right. And uh, and we'll play a uh, exciting round of the Leonard Malton game. Now Joe was uh you know brought on board for this because he's part of the Bear Down podcast we're meeting for the first time but uh, right. so far Lovely, i man. find you to be absolutely delightful thank you and uh, <laughs> how am i doing okay uh you know so -so. you know how you and i have a spotty history i'm a little dry and uh yeah, i'm a little dry i'll pick it up though I'll let me have up. my moment matt please <laughs> sorry please. thank you i met uh you've already brought so much more interesting uh, information to the i met evil knievel once i met evil knievel once Oh, that's a good how'd story. that work out because i blaine kapatch met him once in a in a bar in vegas and and evil hit on him <laughs> I heard that. No, yeah, he did yeah, not yeah. hit on me. He did not hit I on played you. Golf so you're him. not attractive enough. I, yeah, I guess that's. But it. Blaine's Evil a really Evil's skinny game? dude. 
Well, I, or he was drunk or something. He's dapper, too. Plain is dapper. You think? <laughs> yeah. I would call him dapper. Yeah, he's a skinny young man. So that oh. if, if, if evil was gay, that's what he was into. Skinny yeah. tall, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I I love that story whenever, you know, whenever Blaine <laughs> if tells If evil it. was gay, that's a great statement. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's, a, that's your poster. evil was gay. <laughs> evil is gay, but in the... What'd you guys think about that whole thing where... There's a scene in that trailer with, uh, Vince, with Vaughn? Vince Vaughn where he says gay, but not a gay not in a, a dumb bad way. way. Yeah, gay not uh, in a gay way, but in a bad way. Like, like that's a character speaking of, uh, in a way yeah. that's uh, a colloquialism that that everybody uses, even though it's not right. It's inappropriate. It's still amazing how how pounced on they got for that, and then also that they had to pull it. Yeah. If it had just been in the movie and not in the trailer, probably no one would have said a word because yeah. the movie's probably about a guy who's very offensive about a lot of things he says he's probably one of those straight shooters that says a lot of shit <laughs> he's that you... a, I, that's another thing i worked on for imagine that's a ron howard movie so i know the script and yeah it's it's a vince vaughn character he's very much like vince vaughn and he's cocky and he's a douche yeah. and he learns his lesson by the end right, right. i mean nobody teaches him to stop saying things are gay <laughs> but he learns some but sort of lesson it, yeah i think the, maybe the problem I, I i don't know but but it seems like pe- that certain movies can do that and it's like no one even notices, but yeah. like if a if a high profile like Ron Howard movie and putting it in the trailer, yeah, the tra- that was the mistake. I think in the movie itself, no one would have even no thought twice. Because like when you're in the scene, you're like, okay, he's he's pitching to a, a car company, and it's very testosterone filled. You know, for awareness' sake, instead of saying that that's gay, he should have said that's AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's not as offensive. No, it's you know, no, everyone thinks AIDS is terrible. So AIDS if you awareness. say if you say you know. Oh, that, AIDS, I, that, idea, that idea is AIDS. But he goes on to say, but not in a bad way. But not in a bad way, yeah. He's talking about a, a, a electric car. hybrid car. And uh, and so, yeah, it is it is derogatory to gays. <laughs> There's no question about that. <laughs> yeah, but it's about how that expression has become, come right, to mean means, something's lame yeah, as opposed yeah. to something is a homosexual right, person. Right, right, Retarded is the same thing. Yeah, People right. say something's retarded and it's very detached from its yeah, original meaning. Yeah, and Jennifer Aniston got in trouble for saying that on Regis and Kelly. Um, she said, I acted like, I acted, I acted retarded is what she said. She oh. didn't say I acted like a retard. Which is Or worse, that right. retards are <laughs> retarded. She just said, I acted retarded and everybody pounced on her about it. And it still didn't help sell more tickets to that, <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that <laughs> shitty sperm donor movie. It's actually a funny, uh-huh. funny word. But I whatever. said niggardly once. Which one? Oh, <laughs> wait. Come on, dude. What? Nigg- niggardly. Yeah, yeah. In a miserly fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, people. Yeah. You can't say you that. put an L-Y you know, at the end of it. something. Come on. But where did you oh, say wait. it? Uh, in a Scrabble game. <laughs> I get I get weirded out saying... And the NAACP got wind of it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was an online Scrabble game. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they had the printouts of my... Okay. RJ is laughing. I feel weird even saying Tigger when I'm talking to my daughter about Winnie the Pooh. Like that even sounds wrong. Oh, I don't wrong. feel that. Really? It, it just, just, just the gr, just that. The, you forget the first letter. Just, that sound is is feels wrong to me. How about bigger? No, that's okay. All right. Because that's common. If I'm at Disneyland and I see a walk around character in that costume, I, I do go up to him and go, Tigger, please. <laughs> 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 Boom. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, animated movies, none of the categories are animated movies, but let's play the Leonard Mullen game. We'll start yeah. with Matt Belknap, producer right. of many podcasts yeah. and uh, 
creator of especialthing.com, yes. which if you want to have a, ask me a question in, in more than 140 characters, that's a great place to go because there's threads for the Benson interruption, for Doug Loves Movies, and just a general Q&A thread for me. So go there to a, a specialthing.com and you can find me, track me down, and ask me something. Or, you know, you could just go the... The other route. Doug is one of the talk last. Talk to me on Twitter. Yeah, you're one of the last comics hanging in there on AST. Like there are a lot. There was a time when a lot of comics posted, and then they all kind of went. Oh, I can't. Well, now I'm sort of committed to it, just because yeah. you and I work together, and also. <laughs> sorry, sorry to drag you. It, down yeah, no, but it's also it, it is a good way to uh, you know have a conversation that's not limited to yeah. you know and and MySpace is completely dying because that's another mm-hmm. way. If you write to me on MySpace, you can actually write a whole letter, and mm-hmm. I'll write. You know, I can respond in more than 140 characters right. Uh, all right we got to play, play this because yeah. uh matt's got to go uh his uh kids are um in the pool trapped in a and i gotta go leave some kids in the kids pool. are trapped in the mud i gotta go meeting. i gotta go watch some some of those kids swim <laughs> you're not coming that's cre- that's so creepy you're definitely not coming <laughs> just go just follow him yeah you're so creepy. Right? He, he can't stop you from going i'll go, get, some, I'll go get a couple slurpees just follow them on twitter how about that all right all right we'll let matt pick the first category we've got from our good buddy larry zerner he's at zerner law on twitter we've got uh songs in titles so it's movies yeah. where the title of the movie is a song title mm-hmm then uh, from someone named uh, I am Ray T on Twitter, uh, uh, movies that are based on actual events. Okay. And then um, uh, from not name not Gary at name not Gary. So his, I guess his name isn't Gary. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, long titles. Movies with really long titles. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was all set to go because I love the idea of the song. They're all song, fun categories. Song as a title. But and friends. I'm going to go song style because I was, I was hoping that they would do that on the, the last episode. Edgar Wright, I think, had a chance at that and didn't do it. So didn't I'm going to go it. with that. Yeah. All right. What was it? Edgar got something. He was amazing. At, he did something. In he like nailed to live in di- or, or what was it? The year of living dangerously. He got in negative no, to live two. In to, was it to live? I always get those titles yeah. mixed up. But yeah. Everyone loved Year of Living Dangerously when it came out. I I didn't like it at all. I was like, I don't want to see Linda Hunt in a movie ever again. <laughs> but she was good. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want a movie from 86, 87, or 99? These are all in the 19s. Song as title. I'm going to go... 86, 87. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Two and a half stars from Leonard Maltin. Mm-hmm. Some would consider that generous. Okay. <laughs> um, it was called something else during production, okay. and then they mm. went with the song title for a title uh, when they realized that that might help sell some tickets. Uh-huh. He says that one of the leads in the movie is excellent, and the other one is just adequate. I'll even narrow it down for you more. He thinks the girl is excellent and the boy is just adequate. Oh, wow. I do have a guess, but... Uh, All right. That... There's uh, <laughs> six names. Yeah. Start the bidding. I'm going to go two names. Wow, that's a insane bid out of the box. Because <laughs> so, I'm going to either I gotta either live or die on, the, on this, yeah, on my I, guess. I so Matt Walsh from Old School and every other movie directed by Todd Phillips. So you were in Road that, Trip? Yeah. Wow. Name that movie. He says name that movie. So you get the two names. Do you want the clues he, again? He, yeah. yeah. Well, no, just give me the names. I, right. I think I, You can remember all that. Yeah. Usually people want them again, but... We're, we're trying to get mad One of, of these here. might help you. The two names are Sharon Farrell mm-hmm. 
and Seth Green. Can't buy me love. That's right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I totally sold it. Can't buy me you love. Really, yeah, good job. Yeah, you kind of knew Dempsey. that one though, right? No, I. I well, Did you I change your answer. I was thinking of. Yeah, I, th- I thought of that as a song title movie, and then when you, but that throws me because I think Patrick Dempsey is good in that. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, he didn't like he liked the girl, but he didn't like Patrick Dempsey. And Dempsey's huge now, and she nobody's ever yeah, heard who, from her again. Yeah, what was her uh, name even? Peterson, Amanda Peterson. She was cute. She was oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called Boy Rents Girl when it, during production, uh-huh. which would have been still been a better title. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> especially because I don't even think the song "Can't Buy Me Love" is in the movie. I don't think they could afford it. I think no, they just think, used the no, name. I think it's in the end it credits. is in there. It's in the end credits. Oh, okay. They ride off on the tractor and then the lawnmower. And then it the plays end. "Can't Buy Me." Okay, yeah. Courtney Gaines was great in that, of course. And uh, but Seth Green, I love. I always <laughs> always remember him in that movie because he's in the back of a station wagon when another character like farts, farts into it. Yes, and he gets a fart in his face. Weird, was, yeah, weird fart kid, joke for that. He movie. was a good kid actor. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a really weird joke. <laughs> you did not expect a fart joke in that movie. Yeah, yeah, it came right at you. It's very watchable, but I I think two and a half stars is pretty pretty nice. I on, love on the lens part. Who's the uh, uh, not Seth Green, but the, the the friend, the redheaded friend who he. Pretends like he doesn't know That's him. That's Courtney Gaines. Oh, it he is. He's also in like, okay. Children of the Corn yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. That's I love time. that scene where he he's trying to apologize to him. Patrick Dempsey is, and he goes, "You shit on my house! You shit on my house!" Because he he, he he did the bag of he shit. He did the bag of on shit the doorstep, <laughs> flaming bag of shit. <laughs> when he's friends, with, when the jocks are all, you know, he becomes friends with the jocks, and they all like, let's let's fucking get that nerd. You shit on my house. It's like don't, we don't piss on hospitality <laughs> from uh, Troll Two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's start with Joe. This time, uh, right. Matt has a point, and uh, you get to pick a category. Uh, we've got it's today's amazing composer Ennio Morricone's birthday, mm-hmm. so movies with a score written by Ennio Morricone. And speaking of amazing, it's also Sinbad's birthday, <laughs> oh. so we got a Sinbad category, and then uh, a kind of a fun category, a little change of pace uh, in theaters now, movies that are actually in theaters as we speak sinbad was the first black president right (laughs) i don't think so but okay name that movie yeah he was the president of saudi arabia which one of those categories would you like uh i'm gonna do in theaters now because i'm not a sinbad uh aficionado aficionado now okay um of course i just have to pick a movie because it's they're all from 2010 you don't get to pick a year (laughs) All All the movies that are in theater now are 2010 movies. And uh, Leonard writes extra long reviews and doesn't give stars, so I have to uh, pick out some clues uh, from the review and try not to give it away. So any movie that's been in theaters up until now? It's in theaters as we speak. Oh, okay. And uh, so it's super fresh. Can I guess what theater? No. (laughs) Arclight? (laughs) And uh, it's hard to find things that don't give it away because he really describes exactly everything uh, that happens. But let me see if I can uh, uh, cut to the the last paragraph. Uh, He says that... uh, Oscar Buzz. He says the movie's worthwhile. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's a positive, uh, even though there's no stars. It's he, he liked it. Can you yeah. tell us that? He says it's worthwhile. Who says there's no stars? No, you said there. there I said he doesn't rate it from them. one to yeah, four stars. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay, you, uh, that's the other thing I'll tell you. He says it's worthwhile, but I'll also tell you that he seems to like it quite, okay, a, okay. quite a bit. Yeah, that, that's what I was He seems at. to very much like it. Okay. And there are uh, nine names. So you start the bidding, Joe <sighs> Nunez. Do you have a... Tilde. Tilde over the... Oh, the second end, yeah. Nunez. Nice. nice. Are, so you on, are you on Twitter? Huh? Yeah. 
What's your Joseph what's your, A. Nunez Joseph at Nunez. Joseph A. Nunez, but no tilde. No tilde on that. You're Mr. Matt Walsh. At, Mr. Matt Walsh at Mr. Matt Walsh at Joseph A. Nunez at, at Matt, Matt Belknap. And then you also probably have one for... There's one for Never Not Funny at Never Not Funny, and then there's at a special thing, which is just comedy news. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, let's play the game already. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Nine names. Cut How many? Plug here. Three. He thinks he can get it in three, Whoa. Matt. Matt. Name that movie. Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> the Social Network. Here's your three names. <laughs> wow, he's not even going to wait for the names. <laughs> wait for your clues. All right, let me look at clues. These names aren't going to help at that all. That was worthwhile, that movie. These names will only tell you it's not Social Network. <laughs> Because uh, if it's, you know, Social Network had a lot of no recognizable faces mm-hmm. in it. And these, I don't know any of these three people. Uh, oh, I do know the second one. Uh, Fenton Quinn, Clements Posey, who I think is French. Uh, and she's got a over one of the letters in her name. Exantegui. And, uh. Wait, did you say two? Or names? is it an umlaut? Umla, oh, you three. said three, okay. And Norman Leonard. Are the three names so? Ooh. So take that for what you will. That the three names are not hugely known people, and it's a movie that's in theaters right now. And Leonard thought it was worthwhile mm-hmm. and gave it a positive review. And most of the other things that I could read from this review would totally give it away. I'll say Good something clues. As, as soon as you say yeah. you don't know. What were the total? How many total cuts? Nine. Nine what? names. Cool. Okay. That's a big cast. Yeah. Do you have any idea? Fenton. For some reason, the name just guess Fenton. another movie that's out now. Yeah. Something um, theaters. That's not social network. Uh, uh, the town. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I guess? But, uh, yeah, well. Uh, Wait for a clue? No, go ahead. For color girls? <laughs> no. I don't care how many color girls are in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's uh, the other thing I could say is uh, uh, I, I averted my eyes for a few moments. Oh, I got the message of the scene and enjoyed oh, the rest of the picture. Good guess. And Leonard says about it because there's the whole arm cutting off scene in yeah, it, yeah. which is why I don't want to see it at all. And, uh, it's supposed to be amazing. Oh, I yeah. thought it was. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be a great, great movie. Yeah. Danny Boyle he's and awesome. uh, you know they say he's going to you know get another nomination yeah. for best well, picture and Oscar director. for for he did actor. Slumdog and yeah and James Franco's Franco. supposedly amazing in it. Yeah. But the last line of uh, Leonard's review is great. He goes, "If I can take it, anyone can." <laughs> It <laughs> sounds like he's reviewing a giant cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who said who told him to name it? You did. So you're our winner. Yeah. You got. You got. He wins. He's got two points already, and that's uh, that's good timing because you said you wanted to leave at five ten, and that's what it is right now. Oh. So I feel like Matt anything? Walsh didn't really get in this game. That's yeah, okay. But you'll be back. You're, always, be you're back. always a great guest. I you're, love it's this always show. fun the way you don't really add anything to the program. <laughs> wow. Just sort of hang out, waiting to go to your kids. In his defense, this is his third podcast. Your kids, today. Uh, yeah, your kids high lie practice. <laughs> um, it's lacrosse. <laughs> I have to go over to Westwood and pick him up at his teacher's house. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug, Matt Walsh? Uh, BeardOnPodcast.com. And, yeah, uh, check it out. So it's like it it's, it's sports, but not it's not all just it's like about a quarter of it's sports, and then three quarters of it is just straight just up comedy, having fun. And Doug Benson will be doing it soon. Yes, I will do it character. for sure. And thank you. Um, as always, you got any other movies in the can? Uh, I did a movie called Queens of Country that hopefully will get into Sundance, but I don't know where you can see it. Oh, okay. But that's it. And right. he wrote, he directed a movie that uh, is might be in Sundance. We've we'll see. It to Sundance. Yeah, what's we'll that? See. That's the High Road. <laughs> 
Road, which is the name of a TV special like I did. Doug and when did I heard when I heard yeah. about that he had a high road, I wrote to him and I already had a high road, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's great, but it's a pretty awesome <laughs> title. I'm going to stick with it." <laughs> we but can I, talk I do, about I, this further. I do, uh, but I do want people to know that, that I, I want people to see your movie, and I don't want them to be confused. They may never see it. I mean, there's no distributor, so well, but you're going to get gamble. it out to the world somehow. Somehow, yeah, because I'm you sure will. I'm sure it's great. It's and about, Joe's in it's it. About, it's about pun, in it. right? Yeah, it is about. I mean, that's why we both went for that pun for the same. You take reason. the high road, I'll take the low yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and Joe's in it. Yeah, Joe's yeah. In and it. what else have you got uh, coming? Do you, uh, do you have anything else? Yeah. Like, there's a few Keep things going. on IMDb. Okay, there goes Matt Walsh. Yeah, there's a few things on IMDb that say uh, like in production, in production or, or, in post. Not, or yeah, yeah. That that you're in. Uh, I get this uh, uh, Johnny Depp uh, animated feature. Oh that, wow! Uh, Gore Verbinski directed, and cool. It's a huge. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, you can actually check it out on. Uh, RangoMovie.com. That's called Rango. Rango. And Johnny's the voice of Rango. Johnny's Rango. And it's I like play, a lizard or something. Right? Yeah. Like a gecko or something. Yeah. He plays a lizard that gets lost in the desert. You know, domestic lizard. And uh, his, <laughs> his journey. A domestic nice. lizard yeah. <laughs> out in the wild. <laughs> and then, uh, and, and what else? You, you got anything else? Oh, coming up? yeah. Uh, did an episode of Community, which Walsh, you just came out in. Oh, Walsh was in it too? Get out of here. You're not on mic anymore. Shut up. Get out of here. He said he was at Natalie Portman's Halloween party as he shut the door. <laughs> Episode of Community coming up in a couple weeks. And then uh, uh, also next spring, uh, um, a, uh, a film, a comedy with uh, Kristen Wiig. Oh, the, the one oh, about bridesmaids? bridesmaids? Bridesmaids, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> the one about bridesmaids? <laughs> yeah. Yes, bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. It's called bridesmaids. Oh, that's cool. I've heard a lot of uh, r rumors about different people that were involved in that, and it's, it sounds really fun. It was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Judd Apatow produced it, right? Apatow produced it, and... Uh, Nicholas Stoller directed it? Or who no, directed Paul it? Feig. Oh, Feig. Awesome. Yeah. Paul Feig's directed tons of episodes of The Office and yeah, yeah. Freaks and Geeks. And Is that his first feature? No, he did Feig? Unaccompanied Minors, I Oh, believe. that's right. Yeah. Oh that was like, uh, was that the whole thing took place in an airport? It, yeah, it was And Louis Black came in and yelled at people every once in a while? Right. It was kind of <laughs> like Home Alone taken to the next It was like uh, The Terminal, but without... Tom Hanks and it, not as terminal. Yeah. <laughs> it was Home Alone meets Terminal. It wasn't interminable. Yeah. I uh, didn't okay. See it. And Matt, what do you got to plug? Uh, I think we already mentioned it we all. Never it? not funny. Oh, Podcastathon 2010. Oh, uh, yeah. November 26th. That's 12 hours live podcast <sighs> video. I'm participating in that this year. Yes, that's we're trying to keep the guest list a secret, but I guess you uh, just let the guest back. Oh, but, but I might have other plans. Yeah, uh, something might come up. That's the day after Thanksgiving. I yeah, might not be able Black to make it. Oh, it's after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, I'm busy. I'm shopping. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> shopping but, that day. But we do want your listeners to know that you're gonna be there. So I gotta let that plug stand that you're gonna be there. Okay, good. It's gonna but be, it'll be lots of surprises. Yeah, lots of surprises. Idea. Twelve hours, six p.m. to several 6 people from Mad Men will probably be there. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, John yeah, Hamm yeah. was there last year, and Rich Summer was there last year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jimmy's really hooked up with the Mad Men people. Yes. And I'm not making any promises on your behalf, uh -huh. but you know Jimmy does work on the uh, Conan He show. does work for Mr. So Conan we'll O'Brien. We'll That's see, true. We'll see what happens That's there. in play. Conan might be, uh, you know, visiting family or something for the holidays. We do but, not um, know. I cannot reveal. Okay. But I also want to mention that the Benson Interruption, if you don't get Comedy Central, is available on Amazon and Zune. And, and my personal favorite place to get it would be on iTunes because it's charting higher there than it is on the other places. <laughs> and I want it to chart highly. And even if you don't buy it on iTunes, if you watch it on TV, please go to iTunes and find the Benson Interruption and then leave a, co a positive comment because positive comments really help to uh, raise your rating on iTunes and uh, it'll, it'll attract the attention of 
of Comedy Central. Hey, do that for this podcast too. While you're at it, you can yeah, review yeah. this podcast. On Anything iTunes. I do, go go there and make a positive comment, <laughs> and uh, it it will uh, it will help me quite a bit. Now, Matt Walsh lost and left before getting to name a shithead, but I always at the end of the show the uh, the losers or the people that you know when we do a live audience, the guests play for people in the audience. And uh, they get to name a shithead. If, Should we if, let RJ name lose. a shithead? But since, oh, that's a good idea. Since RJ is just sitting over there off mic, uh, who would you like me to call a shithead? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Perfect. All right. Great, um, thanks. As always, Joe Nunez <laughs> with the tilde is the shithead. Shithead of the day. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves 